Welcome to a bonus episode of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. This is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. And I'm Eric, the Game Master. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. You know, I didn't grow up quite like you did. I didn't grow up on the streets or anything. Like, I had parents and stuff. But I did grow up pretty pretty poor. And I was a scholarship kid. I you know I was able to get out because I had a talent, one that I worked at really hard and, you know, pursued. But how did you get out? What did you... I joined the military. I was an infantryman for uh, UCAS four years. And then when I got out, I went back home mm-hmm. and kind of put my... Uh, specific skills to work uh-huh. i started pretty young and they're always looking for new blood some of these groups make a name for yourself with uh with a smaller group and a bigger group wants to come around and he kind of looks at you and he says and then you get in with the wrong crowd and hmm. they try to make an example out of you when you fuck up huh. yeah yeah i know what you mean i think that in some ways we might have had somewhat similar pasts, but I don't think it's something we should necessarily talk about around here. Yeah, maybe. What I'm saying is, after we're done here, do you want to come back to my place for a drink? He was not expecting that. And so he was like, he like is finishing up his lasagna and he like had like the last piece on his, uh, on his fork and he kind of was getting ready to put it in his mouth and he just kind of stops and he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And he puts the fork down and he's like, yeah, I'm full. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get the check and bounce. Cause this place is, gives me the heebie jeebies. He seemed kind of look over towards the, uh, the, the waiter as they walk, as he walks by and he kind of gives him a little, you know, hand check. And then he, you see him kind of look up and he goes, Oh, that was quick. Okay. And he's like, all right, let's go. And he kind of stands up and the table kind of rattles as he stands up too fast. He's like, Oh, oh shit, shit, shit. Like you didn't want to knock over mm-hmm. the bottle and stuff like that. Right, he's of course. Like, and he kind of sits there for a second. He's like, can we take the bottle with us? Yeah. If we're, if we're cool about it. Sure. I don't see why not. We paid for the whole thing. He like grabs the bottle and starts to walk out and you see the waiter kind of like appear at his shoulder and is like, <laughs> sir, you can't take that with you. We don't have a package liquor license. He's like, oh, okay. And you can see that the guy who had, had like approached him in the bar mm-hmm. is kind of watching, you know, like from over by the bathroom mm-hmm. and he kind of sits there and he, he's holding the bottle and there's like maybe a third of it left. And he's, he just kind of reaches into his, like behind his back and he pulls out a gigantic flask. And he just kind of unscrews it with his teeth and just pours the wine into the flask while looking at this guy and then finishes it up, screws it back on with his teeth, sets the empty bottle on the nearest table, not your table, just kind of sets it on somebody's table. And he's he's just staring at this guy. And then he's like, all right, let's go. Okay, let's let's get going. You walk out and get on your bike or get on his bike and make a perception check. Okay. Two successes. How many? Two. Two. 
All right. So he gets on his bike, you get on the back and you pull out. And as you're pulling out, you kind of look over and the guy that he, that had accosted him in the, in the bar is now standing next to the doorman in front of the restaurant and just kind of watches you go by Mm -hmm. down the road, gets on, on the freeway, goes down freeway a little bit and then gets off near on your exit and pulls into custard place. That's right. Nice. We're going to get some custard. And he's like, what the fuck is custard, by the way? It's, a, it's like is ice cream, it, but thicker, cream? I think. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I've ever even really had it. Is it real custard or is this like soy shit? I have no idea, but I guess there's one way to find out. I suppose. He's like, God damn, it's busy. Yeah. And there's like one lady in a wedding dress because there's always a lady in the wedding dress. I don't know how they do it. It's like, Somebody just got married on a Friday night. I don't, I don't, I don't know. All I know is that every time I've been there, there's been a lady in a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, they're like, there's like some, there's like a, a wedding party there, and they're taking pictures, and and, and uh, you and uh, Dogleash photo bomb it a couple of times, and, right? Of course, you know, get up and you get like this little cup of of custard, and he's like, I mean, it's okay. Maybe yeah, I, sh- I mean, maybe I should have got the chocolate. Jet got. The cardinal sin, because she thought it was funny. She thought the name was funny, but it's uh, the hot fudge with sour cherries. She's like, you can try some of mine. Yeah, I just got like basic bitch strawberry. You need to be more adventurous. I don't know what half that shit was. And I I don't like nuts. Here. And she's going to scoop. She's going to make sure that she gets a cherry and some fudge and the custard. And she's going to offer the spoon. All right. He he takes it back. He's like, oh, fuck. I should have totally got that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I just like the name. I got lucky. What was it called? Cardinal Sin. Cardinal. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that's the joke. Uh, okay. Man, that shit was good. This shit is garbage. <laughs> Maybe I take this back or have no, him put some shit in it. Do- Maybe I put oh some chocolate God. in it or something. Maybe I'll put some, mix it with some wine. I don't know. <laughs> we can take it back to my place. Come on. Yeah. I think I've got some chocolate syrup in the fridge somewhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. That'll work. Let me get some napkins though, because this shit's kind of melty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's kind of kind of holding it. You're holding yours, and you're looking at the bike, and he's like, "You just want to walk?" Yeah, let's just walk. Okay. So he takes a bite, and he goes, "God damn that! I should have got the other stuff." Um. <laughs> so when you said that uh, we had similar uh, similar life paths, what what did you mean? So you remember the thing with Saturday? Uh, yeah. He looked at us, and he said. I know who you two are. Yeah. And that implies to me that we are connected in some way, right? Or he was just talking shit. Yeah, he might have been talking shit. But I mean, like, also, let's face it, Dog Leash, we are two distinctive looking people. Ain't no shit. We stand out in a crowd. I know that. I've accepted it at this point. And I feel like if he was talking about the arena, he would have been more specific. Okay. So what are you getting at? When you were talking about how smaller groups lead to bigger groups, and then the bigger groups chew you up and spit you out, who were you talking about? Oh, he takes a bite of his custard and he goes, oh, Vori. Oh, okay. I got in with a uh, a crew, and then when shit went south... They basically threw me under the bus and the Vori extracted revenge on me. And he kind of points at his face. That's how this happened. Oof. I got in with a uh, crew that uh, primarily works out of Boston and they butted heads with Vori. And when it came time to t- cut ties and <laughs> they kind of left me out to dry. Hmm. So to be excruciatingly clear, just to make sure that I've got this down. You and Lavori are not on good terms, nor would you like to be on good terms? Well, I've kind of come to the point in my life where I I don't, I mean, I have no love for them, clearly, but I don't work for them. I won't work for them, I, but I don't actively go out of my way to get in their shit. I did for a long time, and it nearly killed me, mm-hmm. and it certainly got people that I care about hurt, and I decided that it's just not worth it, man. So if someone from the Vori came up to you and said, hey, one more job, buddy, one more job and you're back in our good graces, that is that something you would consider? He stops and he says, why are you asking me this? I don't want to talk about it out here, but let's 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 go on up. Okay. 
And then he doesn't talk anymore. And she also doesn't talk anymore because she was like, she, she's also just like, okay, I had this whole conversation planned out and this is going nothing like what I thought. I thought I was going to have to like, I don't know, connive, seduce something. And you just fucking said it. Okay, great. And she's reconfiguring from there. She's like, okay, I think she's got to have the upper hand here. She can't not. You get up to your apartment and the door is slightly open. We locked it. Yeah, you did. I remember. And she's going to take her knife. He had the flask like tucked behind his belt on his left side, on his right side. You see him put his hand underneath on the right side under his belt and he pulls out a heavy pistol that he had in in an ass holster. You don't know your neighbors? Not well, no. He had put on a jacket to, you know, to ride the bike and whatever. And he kind of reaches into an inside pocket and pulls out this uh, silencer and he starts screwing it onto his heavy pistol. And uh, Jet's going to go ahead and take off her shoes and just kind of leave them out, leave them outside for now and just go in barefoot. Make uh, No, you don't even have to make a perception check. He, he screws in the silencer and then you're, you kick out, you're kicking off your shoes and you see him like staring at your feet. Oh no, is he? Oh no, Eric, no, don't do this to me, Eric. And then he kind of shakes his head and he's like, all right, I'm ready. Don't tell me he's a foot guy. She's like, Ugh. And she's going to go ahead and go in. And I would like to use my espionage techniques you know, to, to figure out, like, someone, yeah. You're lo- I mean, as you're, yeah, um, yeah with the knowledge, uh, I'm not going to make you roll that. So as you're looking at it, it's like, it's clear somebody broke into your apartment. They didn't kick it in. And you've got like a maglock <laughs> on your door. I mean, it's a low lifestyle. So it's not going to be like super complex or whatever. Right. But it's still enough. Someone bypassed the security. Okay, got it. Someone hacked your door and got in. But you're like, okay, somebody hacked my door. They were sophisticated enough to do that. Why would they leave the fucking door open? This is some kind of message, I think. Uh, she's going to push the door open slightly and go inside. Okay. And kind of look around while being very quiet. You hear your fr- refrigerator close. My refrigerator? She's going to kind of tiptoe around and look. And is there someone standing there? Yeah, there's someone in your kitchen. She's wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. She's got two-tone hair. You're seeing her from behind. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in that case, I'm going to go ahead and... And then you hear the behind. toilet flush. Son of a bitch. Okay, she's going to sneak up behind this person in the hoodie, kind of grab her and put the knife at her throat and say, Who the fuck are you? Uh, I didn't eat the last of your ice cream. Did you eat my Honey Nut Cheerios? No. Who are you? Why are you in my, why are you in my fragging apartment? I was brought here and I was told that it was going to be a safe place. The bathroom door open and Dog Leash is like, hold it right there. Don't even fucking move. And then he's like, wait a minute. I know you. And then you hear Liliana's voice. Yeah, you know me, you big fucking lug. You son of a bitch. What, what in the world are you doing here? I think you might need to call your landlord. I just took a big old shit in your bathroom. Yeah. Um, hey, Lily, what's up? Um, why? Val kind of, uh, Val kind of taps her arm and is like, uh, am I still being held up here? No, no, you're not. But you're both on, you're both on fragging notice. I think I might be allergic to Honey Nut Cheerios. No. Did you eat all of them? There wasn't that much left. Those are my, those are Ellie's. Those aren't mine. So buy her some new ones. They were stale anyway. No. It's the principle of the thing. She's going to kill me. Okay, well, what, what, what's going on here? She looks over at Dog Leash and how he's dressed and how you're dressed, and she goes, I might ask you the same fucking thing. I'm not even worried about this right now, but I'm incredibly worried about this right now. I'm going to be very honest with you. But also, I was thinking, hey, cool, we're having a fairly sensitive conversation Maybe let's go back to my place, a place that I know is safe, that is, you know, secure, a place that I know that no one's going to, like, listen in our fragging conversations. And then I get here. Oh, my God. Okay. Val kind of, like, is leaning awkwardly up against the fridge and just looks at Liliana, like, narrows her eyes and then looks over at Dogleash and is like, how do you two know each other? And then... Looks again at Liliana and then looks in your general direction, Jet, and is like, 
how do you two know each other? What the fuck am I doing here? All right, Liliana's like, okay, first of all, Val, honey, Mm -hmm. you're freaking out. Just, there's got to be a beer or something in there. Just grab a beer, have a seat, okay? She does grab a beer and she does pop herself up onto the counter. (laughs) To answer your question, Jet and I, we used to bang. Used to bang. Yep, that sounds about right. I'm, I'm, I'm from Nashville. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Val? Yeah, it's it's a name. Why do you say it like it's dirt? I, I walked in again under the assumption that I would come back to my apartment and have some privacy. And the, there's a strange woman in here. And also as someone who has been avoiding my texts when I'm just trying to make sure that she's okay. Um, I don't have anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. But I've been out of the loop and Liliana brought me here because I'm trying to find my sisters for all intents and purposes. And I guess she just thought that your place was going to be the safest place to be. So maybe you should feel flattered. I mean, I do. I really do. But Jet, you're the only person I can actually trust around here. No, I know. And I needed a free agent because I don't exactly know where my sister is and what she's doing and how this is all fitting together. And also I uh, can't say that I 100% uh, trust collateral right now. Collateral. Wait, you know, collateral then? Yeah. I mean, I also go by binary if that helps you at all. Binary. Okay. That tracks a little more. Oh, well, Hey, good to have you back, I guess. Um, I've been running with Eris in your absence. Can you guys give me like one minute? Okay. Cause this is, we, we've got some time sensitive stuff going on real quick. She's like, so, so what you want us to step outside or just go into no. the bathroom or what do you want us to do? I mean, this, this place out. isn't a palace. Yeah, I know. Just hang out out here. <sighs> so you're going to go in the bathroom? No, I'm not going to go into the bathroom. I'm going to go in my friigging room. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, okay? All right, Dogleash still has his pistol out. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's happening here. <laughs> Dogleash, sweetie, it's I. I think everything's okay. This is just a colleague who has decided to drop in on me unexpectedly. But don't worry, I trust her implicitly. There's no funny business going on here that I am aware of. So he starts to unscrew the silencer, and he's like, kind of looking at you. It's it's almost like his. There's a little bit of suspicion in his eyes. At me? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Because I did say some things that could be interpreted multiple ways. So he's unscrewing the, the silencer and he kind of tucks the pistol away. So he just kind of motions there like after you. Uh, she actually grabs his hand and pulls him in. As they're walking out of the room, Val looks over at Liliana and is like, you literally ruin every person that you're in a relationship with, don't you? What are you talking about? What am I talking about? And then their conversation just turns right. off. As, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you go in your room and uh, yeah, dog leash is just kind of standing there. He's a little stiff right now. He's not, you can tell he's, there's something going on. So when I said that earlier, I realized that that could be taken multiple ways. What I meant was the Vori and I are not exactly on good terms uh-huh. and kind of unlike you, we are on, actively bad terms. So, Tuckleash, I'm going to be vulnerable with you right now. And if this comes back to bite me in the ass, then there's going to be hell to pay. But I might owe a substantial sum to the Vori, one person in particular, but the Vori generally. Yeah. I just need to know that you're not going to turn around and fuck me on this. Because if you were a person who were trying to get back in good graces, I think, given what I've, you know, been able to glean, fairly high worth target. So I didn't mean to imply that I wanted us to do one last job for the Vori together. What I meant to imply was, please don't tell them where I am. Make a judge intentions roll. Willpower plus intuition. Three. As you're watching him, like his reaction to it, and he's trying really, really hard to be like this stone-faced killer, and he is not. 
doing it very well. Um, you can see that as you're talking, his crusty exterior just starts to crack and you see that he's in his eyes. It's like he, you get this feeling like he completely believes you. Mm-hmm. He kind of blinks for a moment and he says, Jet, I could never hurt you. Jet is at this point looking pretty scared. Like she's, she's allowing herself to look afraid to kind of like sell this a little more. I mean, it's, it's the absolute truth, but she's also like, okay, I need to like, it's not that she's turning it up a little. It's just that normally she try to, she tries to hide her emotions and she's just like, no, I'm just going to let this one happen because I know he's going to respond to it in a certain way. Okay. So here's the, here's, here's the deal. Um, come here, come, come sit with me. Uh, he sits down and you know, they're just sitting on her bed or whatever. And she's like, you know that I'm a dancer was a dancer. I worked the company that I worked for and she's going to stop for a second and she's going to listen to see if, and she's also going to look under the door to see if she sees a shadow. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's nobody like in front of your door or anything like that. Cool. 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 So the company I worked for was owned by a member of the board, someone pretty high up. I think I don't know, like locally high up, you know, and that was fine. Whatever. It's money. Who cares? I don't actually work for the Vori. I just work for someone who is, it, it's a slightly, it, there's a difference, right? So during a performance one time, I really, really, really fragged up, like bad, bad enough that I got myself and my dance partner, who was also my girlfriend, I, I got us both really hurt. And I'm sure there's a bit of it out there somewhere I've never looked. But I mean, the number of personal details you know about me, it's probably wouldn't be hard to find if you want to watch me break my own legs. But like, whatever. I don't remember much of what happened, but I know that by the end of it, I couldn't walk or anything like that. So it's just kind of regardless. They offered me a deal that at the time seemed like a very good deal. And they said that if I continued to work for them, they would take care of everything. They would pay for the surgery, pay for the physical therapy, everything, right? Please say something. It's weird having you just sit here. I'm so sorry. He looks at you. I know what you're saying. And then pretty soon after, well, first of all, the surgery that they gave me is not the surgery that I asked for. There was, I don't know what they were trying to do with that, but like, I thought it was going to be just, you know, a little, just a simple little thing, nothing big. I woke up without legs. So that wasn't ideal, really. So I, I recovered somewhat. I'm still not back up to full, like, I'm still not back where I was, but they, they fired me. They let me go. They said, we don't want you anymore. You're not useful to us. And so then they were like, well, you could do other work for us. I didn't stick around to find out what that was. So that means that I owe them the full amount or all of it. With the amount that I owe, if someone did want to get back in the Vori's good graces, it's that kind of money. I can't freaking believe that I'm telling you this. And she's like starting to tear up a little. All right. He puts his hand on your, on your arm. And I'm scared. I'm really scared. All right. He leans forward and you, it's almost like he's going to kiss you, but Mm -hmm. then he stops and he says, but he, so he kind of says it quietly, like right next to your face. How long after you were fired, did you meet her? And then he motions his head back towards the door. I mean, not that long. Your friend out there, mm-hmm. she works for them. And she goes dead white, just like, are you fragging serious? She was there. And he points, there. At, he points at his face. She was there. Okay. Um, like how, when you say work for, do you mean like work for, work for? He shrugs. Or just like. I hung out to dry. There's a bounty on my head. She and some older guy tracked me down. Well. Here's the thing, is that at this point, I've known her for two years. If she wanted to turn me in, she could have done it at any time. Like, she could, up until this exact second when I just found out that she works for them, she could have said, hey, get in the car, and I would have done it. She could have just driven me there. She oh. wouldn't even have to, like, do anything. He shakes I his head. I would have just gone. 
he shakes his head and says, did she ever set up any jobs for you? Yeah. Yeah, she did. She set up the job that I met Eris and Collateral at because her sister was there. Sister. Yeah. And he's, and you see him, he like reaches into the, like the back of his pant, pants again, like where he has his pistol. And he goes, we could take care of this right now. No, no. I've got things going on. And I think that if we got rid of her, it would jeopardize them. It would jeopardize my connection to Collateral and Eris. And I can't afford that right now. Like, I'm not spying on them or anything. I'm not working against them. It's just for this, for me to pull this off, I have to be close to them. That sounds so sketchy, but it literally is not. All right. He's still pretty close and he says, I don't care. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Stay close to me. I, I, I need someone who knows all of it. I mean, Shift knows that I owe people money. I don't know how, I don't know that she knows how much or who, but she knows some of it. She doesn't know the whole thing. And even if she did, she doesn't know it like you know it. Because I mean, obviously you've been through that before and we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this out. But for now, I think I need to be able to keep an eye on her. So just stand at the ready and, and then she's going to lean over just a little bit and she's going to kiss him. Cut back out to the kitchen. And uh, Liliana's looking in the refrigerator and she's like, my God, it's just trash in here. I mean, who the fuck eats like this? And she looks over her shoulder. No offense, Val. I know you and Cammie and Joe eat like garbage, too. Says the one that was trying to feed me moldy pizza. Okay. Well, I could have gotten better food, but somebody had to take care of your unconscious ass. How many times do I have to say thank you for that? One more would be nice. Thank you. Okay, fine. And she looks over at the door that uh, both Jet and Dog Leash went through, and she goes, you think they're fucking? Wouldn't you think that would involve more grunting and squeaking? (laughs) Maybe, if memory serves. But, uh, you know, she's like, God, this beer tastes like shit. So Dog Leash and Jet would have comms on them, right? Yeah. Um, And Liliana would also know that Jet's loud, very loud. Val is going to 100% try to hack their comms and listen in on their conversation, but not let Liliana know that she's doing it. For the most part, you get the part right before the smooch. Because this is PC on PC, uh, Sid, you have to consent to that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Val, you know kind of what's going on or at least get the gist of what's what's happening you don't you're not privy to any of the stuff that happened before so just kind of what happened in the bedroom so yeah liliana's like looking around and then she uh i wasn't kidding when i said that i don't know if i can trust joe why do you think you can't trust joe she sits down puts her feet up uh it's because of this heiress she's like wrapped around her finger do you know anything about her yes okay so you know that uh she's clearly like connected in this city what's yeah, her what's her what's her fucking angle just because she's connected doesn't necessarily mean that she agrees with it or that she involves herself in that aspect of her life how many really rich people do you know val fuck you well see i'm just telling you you know they don't think like regular people i don't think that joe would put herself in a position where she would <laughs> let herself get hurt all right she kind of gives you like a sideways glance she goes It's Joe. Her and I have been through way worse. So I'm sure that if she's felt comfortable enough with Eris to get closer to her in that regard, I I don't have a problem with it. But if you have a problem with it because you're a jealous little baby, maybe you need to talk to Joe. Okay. First of all, I'm not jealous. Second of all, I could have Joe back anytime I wanted to. I just don't want to. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. That sounds exactly like the words of a jealous ex-girlfriend. Third of all, how long has Joe known Eris or whatever her her name is? I mean, really, what do you know about who's pulling her strings? From what I can tell, nobody pulls Eris's strings. Sure, whatever. Everybody's got strings. You know that more than anybody else, Val. You know that more than anybody else. You know, Joe means so much to you that you haven't really dug into this heiress character to find out if she's really worth your friend. How do you know I haven't? Okay, so you tell me. Is she worthy of her or is she just going to chew her up? I think that everyone has a past and there may be parts of it that they're ashamed of, but it's the actions that they present at the time that are what really matter. 
And so far, Eris hasn't done anything to make me question her loyalty to Joe. Okay. You know I love you, right? Fuck you. I wish and she I, just kind of gives her like a sideways like smile. I wish I could be like you, Val. I wish I was just like you. So sweet and innocent. You're like a little cherub. And now she like kind of looks over at her like and is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's just she's just like watching she's just like watching TV and she like clicks on turns on uh, like pay-per-view porn. Really? <laughs> Why would she do that? <laughs> Locks it in for Val 24 kind of, hours. Val kind of like tries to, because was she using the remote? Yeah, there was an actual physical remote there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she kind of like tries to knock the remote out of her hand before. And she's like, no, don't fight. Why? And it's like siblings fighting over the remote. Uh, yeah, couch. and she's like moving it out of the way as you keep trying to swat it. She's like, wait, wait, wait. She definitely is bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, 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 this is a good one. I don't know that there is such a thing as a good porno. Uh, first of all. You're you're a Matrix person. You probably seen way worse than this, okay? So don't act like you're so innocent. Second she, of all, Val like blushes and rolls her eyes a little bit. Second of all, this is a classic. <laughs> what is it? Friggin' Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> yeah, so, something. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then she's like, she just kind of throws the the remote onto the <laughs> coffee table, puts her feet up on it. She's like, looks over her shoulder, and is like. God. I wish they would hurry up. She looks at you and she says, okay, so once we've got Jet in our corner and whoever this, this, you know, hamburger face man, as soon as we have them in our corner, you know, then I think it's time to kind of poke around and see, you know, what's going on. Cause there's, there was some bad shit that happened around here and I, I'm not exactly certain, uh, who's on whose side anymore. Let's go ahead and go back out there. We're going to figure this, we're going to figure this out. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. As long as we stick together, right? That's uh, he's like. I'll just follow your lead. If things get ugly, then they get ugly. And he's and he just kind of he stands up and he's still holding your hand. And he mm -hmm. stands up and he says, uh, "You don't have to worry about me. I'm good." I worry about everything, you included. So sorry. I guess you're just a person I care about now. Okay, get used to it. No, he says, "No, no, no. I, 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 I appreciate that. No, what I'm saying is, right. I'm right behind you. You okay. don't have to worry about that." Okay, I. I appreciate it. And she's going to give him another kiss on the cheek and then they're going to pop out and they're still holding hands. So Val, you see them come out. Uh, Liliana's watching and you see that Liliana's watching hardcore porn on your trid. My God, <laughs> Lily, why do you always do this? All right. I tried to stop her. Th thank you for the attempt, but. <laughs> and she's just going to walk over the trid and unplug it. Okay. And she looks, and as you're doing that, she looks over at Dog Leash and, and she goes, it's a classic, right? And he was like, I don't know. She's like, yeah, sure, right. You do. And then she looks back over at uh, at Jet. So are you done or, or what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, we're square. D thinking about it again, were you the unconscious one? You were unconscious last time I saw you. Uh, Yeah, I sometimes I have these episodes. Liliana kind of filled me in on... Everything that was going down. You were at the fight, right? Yeah. Uh, is it is it true that Dr. Greenleaf got decapitated and these crazies were like <laughs> spilling her blood everywhere and painting their faces with her blood? Like, what the fuck was that about? Not quite. Uh, to, to my understanding, she got friggin' K-barred. So. Oh, well, just... that's way less cool. Liliana, what the fuck? All right. She's like, uh, shrugs. Oh, that's what I heard. You weren't there. Are Collateral and Eris okay? Like, do you know where they are? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course I do. Uh, okay. Uh, I mean, they're fine, I suppose. Um, Nothing major. We've done a couple of, well, I don't think I've actually done a run with Collateral yet, besides the one where your unconscious body got carted out. Um, nothing did, major, but... Did watch that. Major. Was there for that one, but I mean... Nothing Karen. major, but you know, Joe is in a deep existential depression. <laughs> she doesn't know about that. She doesn't care. She doesn't give a shit about Joe. Oh, She's just like, Joe is my plaything. I'm here to manipulate. She says, well, I mean, like, I've I've hung out with Eris a couple of times since. She's fine. Okay. We're all fine. You haven't happened to see a little girl, like, or have them mention a little girl named Mary? Uh, right after, like, right when I first met them, they were talking to someone named Mary on the phone. Other than that, I don't know. 
Dogleash, do you know a Mary? All right, he sits there. He goes, uh, yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah. Is she okay? Dogleash shrugs and he says, last time I saw her. Was Boggs at the fight? He was at the fight and he disappeared after. I, the last time I watched him, he had his eye like flashed and he blew up something. It appeared. What the fuck? We are talking about like the 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 scrawny newspaper man, right? Yeah. How do you know Boggs? Well, I mean, I I met him about ten minutes. Oh, I was more so minutes. like, yeah, I was more so asking Dogleash if he knew. Oh, yeah. He kind of sits there and he kind of looks at you for a moment and he says, um, "Don't you watch the trid?" I have been laying low. I haven't really been doing a whole lot of Matrix access just because I don't know where my sisters are and. He nods. He goes, okay, well, um, Jacob Boggs is who you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. They they call him the Dogtown Arena Bomber. They said he's some sort of elven extremist. That's a lie. That is a bold-faced lie. He shrugs. Some, he goes, someone is making tell, him do this. It's like, tell the morning hoop. Shit, don't tell me. I mean. Morning hoop is a bunch of fascist assholes, so. Uh, yeah, we can all agree on that. But, I mean, for what it's worth, though, I did watch him set off a bomb. I saw that. That happen. wasn't him. It couldn't have been. It could not have been Boggs. And like Val stands up and starts to like storm over with her tiny self to like puff her chest up to Jed. And she she and, reaches up to her like I don't know mid calf practically. Yeah, right. That and she like looks up at her and she's like that is not Boggs. And Val whips around and looks at Liliana and is like, where the fuck is he? When Val walks up to Jet, you know, all angry and stuff, Jet, out of the corner of your eye, you see Dog Leash puts his hand behind his back. <laughs> what the fuck? God damn. <laughs> really bagged a good one this time. What is my tiny self going to do? <laughs> all right. So you look at, at Liliana? I, I look over at Liliana and I'm like, I'm like, where the fuck is he? She shakes her head. I don't know. Okay. You have a lot of, I don't know. And I need more. This is the answer. So who, who are we going to? Who's, who's going to get me? This is all right. She says, she points at Jet and she says, you can trust her. Okay. I know you can trust her, but the problem is, and she points it at Dogleash. He's right. Any association with Boggs is being investigated. So that means that all of us would be being investigated. That means Eris is going to be number one on their list because they've had the most contact. He knows her fucking name. He's going to, he's going to rat her out first. All right. She leans in and she says, Elvin extremists vow. They're looking for excuses to hunt Elvin extremists in this city. And she looks around at everybody in the room. She goes, nobody here is elf. Okay. That's not... I'm not suggesting that they are terrorists. I'm suggesting that if you're seen with them, if you're associating with them, you're going to be on a hot list. That's why mm -hmm. I brought you here instead of to take you to Joe. Joe is fucked too then. Yeah. Hmm. I need to see them. We need to, we need to find a way to see them because I can't keep hiding and... I can't keep the fact that I'm okay from them. I haven't been able to talk to them. I've Somebody here is pulling all kinds of strings, putting things in motion in this city. And it centers around the Dogtown Massacre. And I don't know exactly what it's uh, what what that means. That explosion set something off, some, set something into motion that is happening. And I think Eris, Joe... Are caught right in the middle of it. If someone's trying to move pieces into position, Greenleaf's death had to have been one of those pieces. So who the fuck would want her killed? I mean, plenty of people, I assume. She's she's rich. I think she's probably a little bit more than just rich. Oh, yeah. Nobody's just rich, really. Okay, so where do we go from here then? First and foremost, I need to see Joe. That is number one priority. I've been gone for too long. She has been by herself and I need to see her. And she takes a long pause and looks kind of like off into the dis distance and she's uh coping. I mean, she's, she's been over here before. Theoretically, she would know, like, I mean, if I told her to show up here, she probably would, but we don't necessarily want to do that. I'm not no. saying that we have to put safe spaces at risk, but... 
there has to be someone we trust that can facilitate us getting together. The two people I trust most in the world are in this room. So like, like well, one of them's in Kansas City, but that's besides the point. Val looks at Dogleash and, and Liliana and is like, anything? I could probably set you up with a safe place if that's what you need. And then as for your friends, I mean, we all know each other, so. Yeah. Right. Nobody's getting into my place. And then Judge kind of mutters under her breath, really? Nobody? And then Liliana stands up and she goes, I've already set up a place for us to crash. So if you want to facilitate, uh, you get the, get the band together, so be it. I think that just because of uh, bad blood, I probably shouldn't be there. <laughs> no, you, you certainly should not. Bad blood? What do you mean? All right. She kind of gives you like a, 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 she like, like gives you a really look. She says, Joe and Eris are a thing and I'm the ex. There's a little bit of bad blood there. I mean, not everyone can be as friendly with their exes as we are. And she points to Liliana. Right. We just got lucky. And she looks at that uh, dog leash. And, mm-hmm. Fine. You don't have to be there, but. Well, this place is pretty safe. Why don't you stay here? It's not your place. You can't just assume that. Oh my god! You can't just assume that couch. It's fine. She motions towards Jet and says she's too polite to ask. So I'm asking for her. Why don't you stay here so that way at least you know that you're safe. Val looks over at Jet and she's thank you. I appreciate it. And then she does like a hard look at Liliana and she's like, "Don't leave the city." Where am I going to go? You've said that before, and you've disappeared the next day. So please just <sighs> stay around in the event we need you. Why would I leave when all the people I love are right here? <sighs> Don't even. I got I got shit to do. So you're cool? She looks at Val. Yeah, I'm cool. She looks at Jet. You're cool? I guess. Yeah, sure. She looks at Dog Leash, doesn't say anything, and just turns and walks out. <laughs> Val looks at... Dog leash and then looks at Jet and then looks down at their hands and is like, I can see it. <laughs> what does that even mean? Anyway, besides the point, so you're binary uh, and you are, yeah. as I am, have been led to believe, pretty good at hacking. I dabble. <laughs> you dabble. Okay, great. Just don't. I've come to terms with the fact that my phone doesn't have any security, which it should probably. But yeah, it definitely should because I I already know. Oh, great, love it, love it. Okay, the, the same goes to you. If you turn me in, then I will kill you, and that's I, just a fact. I can stop you right there. Liliana is essentially my sister for all intents and purposes, and. I'm pretty sure just given the atmosphere between the two of you, she would kill me in the event I did anything. So I'm also just generally not a shitty person. So I'm, I don't have any plans on fucking up your life. If that makes, if that's any consolation. Cool. Oh, well, Dogleash, I really did step in the direct today, huh? Um, affirmative. Yeah. Great. Okay. Wonderful. Love it. And I know, I know that we're not telling the Vori directly, obviously, that I'm, you know, a wanted woman. But um, also, and I cannot emphasize this enough, do not tell Collateral or especially do not tell Eris. Fine. Because I know, I mean, there's no... Collateral and I don't get along great. It's because she's worried that you think you're bigger than her. I am, but I mean, that's besides the point. I used to know Eris and she, I think she's a little, you know. Wait, you know Eris? Yeah, yeah, I know Eris. Okay. We I went to high school together. So speaking of people who associate themselves with elven extremists, and she does big scare quotes on that. Yeah, um, I can assure you that... Boggs is not in his right mind. They're they are doing something to him, um, and I'm pretty sure I know when it happened. So that's probably hmm. my fault. Dogleash kind of go, kind of clears his throat. <clears throat> um, so you're a you're a Decker technomancer. All right, you see his eyes kind of open up a little bit. He's like, "Wow, really?" And she like blushes really hard and like slinks back, and she's like, "Yes." He kind of frowns for a minute, and he says, "Huh, okay, well." 
if you don't think that Jacob Boggs is a terrorist, and he kind of looks over at Jet and he's like, you think he was set up? I think he's being used. I think he's being played as a scapegoat. Mm. I think he got too close to the real story and they're tarnishing his name. Mm. He shrugs and he says, well, that sounds, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. If we're all being 100% honest here, I knew Greenleaf. Oh, well. Well, I knew of her. Her daughter was one of my good friends. Hmm. Who's who's her daughter? Her name was Lalandriel. She uh, used the street name Poison Lily. The lady you knew as Greenleaf had her killed. Her own daughter. So the bitch deserved to die. Yes, 100%. But if you're looking for elven extremists and you're looking for terrorists and people to manipulate people, then you probably need to look into her husband. Hmm. Okay. Do you, I mean, do you know who that is? Everybody knows who he is. His name is Cascade Greenleaf. If that helps you. Zal just kind of takes a second. She's like, hey, Ditch, you catch that? On it. Thanks. That might turn up something. I've got a few friends that I can tap maybe and see I if they know anything. I don't want to have too many cooks in the kitchen. I think the less people involved in this the better i think keeping it to the intimately collective like i think just keeping it to our group is probably going to be better than pulling in a bunch of people that just putting it out there i don't know and i don't have the rapport with he looks at jet yeah uh i mean i don't know anybody who i think would be useful in this situation because my only two friends are three friends are heiress Liliana and my roommate and dog leash, but I'll help out. Seems to me as though someone wants to once again blame the metahumans. And I don't like it when people do that. I don't like it one bit. And so if I can clear his name, I'd I'd like to. The other thing that I have three priorities right now. Mm -hmm. Number one is to talk to Joe. I need, I need to see her. Okay. Number two is going to be, I guess, fi- like figuring out what's going on with Boggs. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is finding my mom. Okay. Is she hard to find? Liliana told me that her house got blown up and mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe her. My mom's smarter than that. She wouldn't have been there. And I feel like someone has betrayed me and i'm worried that it was boggs and i just need to find my mom i need to know if she's okay but boggs obviously especially if he's not in his right mind that's definitely a possibility to further explain i'm worried that they're going to use her like a pawn because he knew where she was and i'm worried that they're using his knowledge to maybe draw us out or at least me to draw me out to try and find her well i mean hitting the bricks Doing a little investigative work, that that I can do, for sure. I can do a little poking around. But the one thing that I just want to kind of like slide this past you, is there anyone else that might have done this? Liliana said that there was someone that was walking away from the house after it happened. And she mentioned that they had no matrix presence whatsoever, which is why I thought that she might be lying to me. Again, much love to her. I trust her implicitly, but could it have been Liliana? Do you think she would do something like that? You've obviously known her longer than I have. I don't want to believe that she would hurt me that way, but it's possible. Hmm. Okay. Was there anyone else who knew where your mom lived? Boggs, because his mom was there too, and supposedly she was one of the bodies, quote unquote, that was found. Joe, Eris, Liliana, obviously, and Arsenal. And you don't think that collateral Eris or Arsenal would do that? Arsenal and Joe, for sure not. And I don't think Eris would have any motivation to do that. Oh, I mean, bless her heart. She couldn't connive her way out of a brown paper bag, like... Girl has no guile, pretty much whatsoever. Again, much love to her, but she's just not, that's not exactly her style. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so either. Her to be subtle anyway. Okay. So. Dog Leash says, uh, did your mom have any, any enemies or make any enemies? <laughs> yes. The only big one would have been from when we were at the orphanage. She 
looks down and like starts like digging her nails into her fingertips and um she's like we joe and i um went through some pretty fucked up stuff at the orphanage uh, and my mom got us out of there and there was a there was a doctor there that she had some pretty significant beef with okay mysterious doctor and like again this is probably a dumb question but i also I feel like the fact that you know them makes more sense now because I feel like when they're talking to each other, they assume that I know things that like I have no reason to know. This is not Dr. Greenleaf, right? Like there's a different no. doctor, different speaking yeah. doctor, different doctor. This is like a um, child experimentation type doctor. Great. Okay. What was his name? Kobe. Kobe. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've heard of him, but yeah, I mean, this guy, if you think he's connected, he might be. I don't know. I I mean, I haven't really heard of him since we were at the orphanage, so I don't know if he's even still alive. So, like, dumb question. Have you ever looked up, like, a news article about him? See if he's done anything lately? I try not to reminisce in my past. Okay. Not very pleasant memories there. Reasonable. Might be important, though. Yeah. Ditch. Did you add one to the pile? All right, on it. It has been an eventful night, huh, Dog Leash? All right, he's, you look you look over at him, and after, because he had asked, you know, did your mom have any enemies? And he he really hasn't, hasn't said anything after that, and then you ask him, you know, it's been a very eventful night, and you can see his eyes are wide as saucers. Dog Leash, are you okay? What did you say that doctor's name was? Uh, Kobe? Sits there for a second, he says, I've heard that name before. Seriously? I think he's dead. Oh, neat. And I think I know who killed him. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Resting Glitchface, an openly gamer theater production. Opening theme music by Synthesk. Closing theme music by Super Boink. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is property of Side Tangent Productions. <laughs>